Hey, welcome to a Stonewall's Perspective podcast. In this podcast, Alex gives his perspective on what is going on in the world. It is his mission to bring the light of the gospel into every aspect of life. We hope you enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, from the Communist Socialist Party, there has been a very, very clear attack on manhood, on masculinity. It's a problem because America needs men. This world needs men, but they are trying to get rid of men. The feminist movement does not want equality. They want to be above men, and that is a problem when that occurs. Ladies and gentlemen, the next guest that I have on this podcast, he's coming back on again. He's going to be on monthly, uh, like I said last month. He is a good friend of mine, the host of The Right Side, Doug Billings. How are you doing today, Doug? Alex, I'm fine, my friend. How are you today? Doug, I am doing well. I'm super excited to have you on again. We only have about 10 minutes for this episode, so we're going we're gonna to go quick, but we're going to go for sure. Well, like I said in the, the intro, there is a very, very clear war on manhood. And, and so I'm asking you as a man, a man's man, in my opinion, why in the world is this going on? What, what started this, this really shift to try and get rid of manhood and get rid of masculinity? Because it's something that we clearly need historically. The um, it's a good question, and you, it all began long before you were ever born. I'm sure, Alex. It was uh, back in the late '60s and early '70s, the rise of the feminist movement, as uh, as my friend Rush Limbaugh used to say, the feminazi movement was the beginning of all of this, whereby women, uh, Gloria Steinem and others, who would perpetuate this myth that uh, sexes are equal. And that men and women are equal, ladies and gentlemen. Now, we, we agree that we are equal in the terms of the rights that God has given us and that the founders codified in the founding documents. That's, that's a given. But we are not equal. Men and women are not equal in terms of physiology. Uh, we are not equal in terms of abilities, capabilities, etc. And it doesn't mean that one is better than the other. It just means we're not the same. We are different. Men are different than women. And the attack on men uh, led to the evolution of the destruction and the dissolution of the traditional family. So no longer do you see mom and dad going, you know, the, the, the nuclear family, fathers in the household. Tragically, uh, one, of the, uh, one of the pandemics, one of the real pandemics in America is the loss of the American father in the home. And that's a real tragedy. And I, along with you, I'm sure would offer a challenge to all men who are fathers uh, man up and be a father and be there present for your children. Uh, divorce is a real thing, Alex. It happens. Men and women separate, but they should never be separated in love for their children and the concern that they have for the raising of their children together. This has led to all sorts of of epidemics in our culture regarding uh, violence, re regarding crime, or regarding anxiety and depression. And ultimately, it has led to not only an attack on men, but now the, the radical commu-socialist party, which is not a pro-America political party, Alex, as I'm sure you know, has now turned its focus on women. And there is a blatant attack on women, especially in women's sports. All you have to do is look at men who claim, hey, I'm a woman, 
or comedian, you know, Leah Thomas, whose real name is William Thomas, ladies and gentlemen. For me, he will always be William. There's nothing that you can snip off or add on, and there's no amount of hormone therapy that can ever change your God-given gender. Let's, all, all it is is makeup and Halloween. Bruce Jenner, he'll always be Bruce Jenner. And we've got to stop the attack. We've got to stop the immorality. But Alex, to your point, it all began with an attack on men and their role in societies and the family back in the late 60s, early 70s. Well, you're exactly right. And in, in, in the fact that it's more than just an attack on men, it's also an attack on women. You know, when I was driving earlier, uh, I, I listen to Christian rap all the time because it's it's wholesome, it's clean, it glorifies God. And I was listening to this song called Man Up. It's by a, a band called 116 Click. And, and it basically stands for I'm unashamed of, unashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Well, it basically says in verse three, where the men at, it seems like they all lost. None of them are on the scene. It seems like they've died off. And, and that's what's happened in today's society because of the feminist movement and the attack on men. It's basically like, there's a bunch of little boys with muscles and a mustache. And that doesn't make you a man. That doesn't make you any more manly than the other man right beside you. Being a man has nothing to do with age and that you could be a boy till the day that you lay in your grave. It's not about age. It's about who you are. It's about your character. My pastor defines manhood as this. A real man rejects passivity, accepts responsibility, leads courageously, and expects the greater reward, God's reward. Men aren't doing that anymore. Men are no longer doing those four things anymore. They are being passive. They do not respect, expect responsibility. They don't lead courageously, and they don't expect the greater reward, certainly not God's reward, because God's reward is greater than any reward that we could ever be given, and they're not seeking that. They're seeking the approval of other, other people around them, of the political left and, and the political right even, and, and that's a problem. And so we need to get down to the bottom of it. And then, like you said, it's a, an attack on women as well with women's sports. Leah Thomas is not Leah Thomas. It is William Thomas. Doug, I have a question for you. Have you seen What is a Woman from Matt Walsh? I seen, I'm sorry. What was that, Alex? Which have one? you seen the documentary What is a Woman? I have not. Well, so Matt Walsh from, from The Daily Wire, he goes around to a bunch of professors, you know, doctors, people who have their PhDs and, and, and degrees and everything. And he basically asks them, what is a woman? And they, they, they beat around the bush. They can't really define what a woman is. They, they say that their answers are transphobic. Like, like this question, this line of questioning is transphobic. That happened actually in a, you know, Senate court hearing or whatever, just the other day, Senator Josh Hawley was asking a teacher about, um, about transgender, whatever. And, and uh, this woman asks, well, do you believe that men can get pregnant? And Josh Hawley, of course, says no, because men can't get pregnant. And she says, well, this is, this is transphobic. You're, you're denying that trans people exist. You're, you're, you're inciting violence by saying this. This is where we have come to as a society, as a country, because of immorality. We have pushed away manhood. We have pushed away what it really means to be a man. And this was where we are today uh, because of that, we, that people don't know what a man is, that people don't know what a woman is. <laughs> Matt Walsh, she goes to uh, an African tribe. He, said, he basically asks these questions that he's asking to these professors. And he's like, do you think that a man can become a woman? And they say, they, they laugh at it. They, they're like, no, of course not. And, and, and this is where we are today. 
that people in Africa they know what a woman and a man the, are. Um, the, it it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me that a, that a tribal community in Africa would be, would have more intellectual capacity and maturity than the uh, Communist Socialist Party in America. And that's not an insult to the African tribesmen. That's a their their wisdom is profound, and the Communist Socialist Party simply doesn't have any. And that I saw the Josh Hawley exchange. And it was, you know, a couple of things struck me about that. One is that how amazed I am that Josh Hawley in that kind of a debate under that kind of ridiculousness from that. And I can't believe I'm saying that she's an actual university professor, that he remained so calm. He remained so calm in his questioning and here, her accusations of those of us on the right who question, you know, we dare to question any of these people about the LBGTQKOOK community, as I call them. Because it's LBGTQKOOK, Alex. They're kooks. And they, they are crazy. They represent that much, a minuscule minority of the population, yet they make so much noise and their allies on the media give them so much attention that it makes it seem as if this must be some sort of a popular discussion point in mainstream America. It's not. Most of us could care less about it. Most of us know that men cannot get pregnant, but they call us transphobic and homophobic. And what we're doing, well, look, what we are not transphobic. What we do is we point out the morality of it. We're being moral people. The left, the communist socialist side of the fence is a coalition of immorality. And you can believe it, bank on it, don't forget it. A coalition of immorality. They're pushing this upon us. We have to pray for them. And I feel sorry for these kids who under under the communist socialist regime and the and the broken family unit because of the assault on men the assault on women these kids are brought up in homes where they are convinced by parents and teachers that it's okay to consider transing yourself you know if if you want to transgender yourself because you feel anxiety and you feel depression you feel suicidal go ahead and go through this process and it'll take care of all of that that's is that's what they're saying in essence and in fact their depression their suicidal thoughts their anxiety exists long before any talk of transgenderism comes up and in fact studies show transgenders transgender procedures heighten the anxiety heighten and deepen the depression and make chances of suicide more real for these kids. And it's a, it's a, it's a shame. And we've got to stand up uh, on the side of morality. It's not folks, it's not being transphobic or homophobic. It's being moral. That's exactly right. And not not only that, but people are being raised up. Children are being raised up as non-binary. Their parents are like, you can decide, you know, whenever, when, when they don't even know what their favorite color is by the age of four, they're deciding what their gender is. It doesn't make any sense at all. In the, in the documentary, what is a woman, Matt Walsh interviewed someone who became a transgender, had that surgery. And, and, and he basically was saying, listen, this stuff will chemically castrate these children. First of all, And second of all, because of this happening, it's not going to fix your feeling on how you feel as a person. It's going to make it worse. It will make it worse because you're living an immoral lifestyle and a lifestyle that God does not approve, that God does not desire for your life. If you were born as a boy, you are a boy for life. If you were born as a girl, you are a girl for life. There are no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Now, people will bring up the, the very, very, very rare case of gender dysphoria. The exception to the rule is not the rule. I'm sorry. It, that's not the case. <laughs> you're right, so, Alex. You're spot on. No, you're, you you uh, are wise beyond your years. And you know, the thing about this is it, it, 
attack on men, attack on women. How about the attack on God? They, they completely want to excommunicate God from the discussion. And this is part, this is the reason beyond the attack on men, beyond the attack on women. It's the attack on God that has gotten us to this point. We, we have got to, and look, I have strong opinions as you do about this transgender issue. I say the LBGTQKOOK group, and I it's in jest, but it's a serious point that I'm making. I don't mean any disrespect to human beings. I I we have to respond to these children, uh, these people of any age, with the love of Christ. We have to respond to them with the love of God and point out and remind them that look, you are created. You are you. We all are created. Now, most of us were told that nobody's perfect, but you know what? We are perfect as created by God. Now, we can make bad and stupid decisions, but as created by God, we are perfect. We are perfectly created by the God who loves us, and we're perfectly capable of discovering the wonder, the joy, and the meaning in this life that God fully intends all of us to discover, primarily within ourselves, being happy with the person who we are. And we have to begin to love these people back into that realization. You know, that's exactly right. We we are created uh, in, in God's perfect image and God created us perfectly the way that we are. And we can, we can do the things that you just said because of that. Uh, and, and ultimately before we end this, I'll say that if, if this war on manhood is, is successful, if, if, if that's a big, if, if it's successful, what's going to happen when the bad guy, the bad men or whatever come along the scenes and there are no good men to fight across that, to fight against that. W- what are you going to do now? What's what's the problem? No, we need men in society, strong men who will be able to fight against the evil men, godly men who will be able to fight against satanic men. That's not going to happen if they try and get rid of men completely uh, because the bad men will stay and it's not going to be good. So, Doug, thank you so much for being on this podcast. It's really an honor. I wish we had more time, uh, but we'll see you next month. Alex, thanks a lot. I know that our schedules got a little discombobulated this morning. I'm sorry about that. It's always a pleasure to be with you and your audience. I wish you very well, my friend. Everybody, God bless you for the Republic. Cheers. Thank you so much, Doug. God bless you all and goodbye. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by go, you know the you know the thing. We will shut you down. We will cite you. And if we need to, we will arrest you and we will take you. To jail, period. I wasn't thinking of the Bill of Rights when we did this. But no amendment, no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. God actually spoke to me. He spoke about sacredness. He said to me, Kim, what I place in many, many people is sacred. And if anybody touches what is sacred to me, then it is the end for them. So what I've done in the United States of America is sacred. And there are people on every side that are trying to destroy what I deem sacred. And it's not going to happen. This is the definition of criminal conspiracy, racketeering, and collusion. This is not a theory. This is evidence. Because I have upheld this country to spread the light to the rest of the world. When you choose to go against the sacred thing that God puts into the very heart and the soil of this nation, this was sacred to God. Now is the time to pass. This is exactly why 
Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope you enjoyed. You can also check us out at Stonewall's Perspective on Facebook and Instagram to keep up with the latest news. Stay anchored.